Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things. But when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me. And he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. It's great to be here with all of you. Welcome those that are in the chat. See a couple people I know already. Angie and Lar, welcome. Welcome those listening to phone lines and, of course, those of you listening later via the archives on the various podcast platforms. Great to connect with all of you, as always, every Wednesday. We are here every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, if you are new to the program. And I'm your host, Pilot, and um, a little bit of a guide for for this time period. Uh got our sound engineers, cohorts, co-pilots in the chat room, Sacred Space of Empowerment room. You're welcome to ask questions if you're there listening. Um, hey, Angie, good to see you in the chat. Or you can just listen, but if you want to interact and ask questions, you do need to set up a profile. If you do have a question or a comment and you want to call in, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. Hey, Lars, Mom, good to see you. Hi, welcome. Um, they actually got a workshop of mine, and I got to meet Lars, Mom. It's so cool to meet people that um, I know from social media, Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, Awakenings, of course, this podcast, and my YouTube, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. But to see you guys in person, so fun. We've got a great guest coming up the second half of the program. If you're new to the program, the first half I dive in, answer email questions, tune into what my guides have guided me to speak about in my meditation, answer questions, and we do readings. And again, that number is 347-539-5122. Second half of the program, we have Jillian Harris joining us, and we're going to be diving in in her book, how to identify your reincarnated loved ones. So have we met? Have we met? How to identify your reincarnated loved ones. So, yeah. Okay, I do see a lot of callers getting in the queue. So if you do have a question or a comment, you need to press 1 on your keypad, and that gives me an alert that you have a question. So uh, lots to dive into today. Um, I've had quite a few people asking and you know what's when are things picking up um there seems to be some stages here let's talk about this stage of this part of the soul alignment you know as we awaken as we get off of just kind of a mundane life path that red road of life we start recognizing that we have something more and we have this internal guidance system right our higher self we become we start becoming more creative 
we start perhaps getting off of the consumerism wheel. You know, it's less about what others think or what we have or don't have. It's more about, like I like to say, the little things, right? Uh, we move into that self-compassion, self-love, self-understanding, and really seeing our life more as, as sacred. Now, in this part of the alignment, and it does kind of dovetail astrologically with the um, aspects that are happening, there's a lot of focus on self-compassion, self-love, self-understanding. And again, that's to get to more of the connecting to the higher self and get to the soul that your life is important as it is, you know, just as you are, you know, whether you do something or don't do something, you know, worthy beyond purpose in a sense. So, but the purpose is that you are here. I mean, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. There's a reason that you're here to flourish and to thrive. And that is your expression of self, the soul, the real self, right? But this particular part, and some of you heard me talk about this a couple of years ago, where there would be a lot seemingly held back. There would be like a real up-leveling of growth, an updating of our thoughts, you know, our beliefs, our inner software, if you will, what we, our values, principles, and beliefs, what we see as important. And perhaps more of a schism within our own inner psyche as well as outer with other people, where, you know, where the extremes of the polarity are coming up, right? Along with that is more of a connecting to the higher self so that our creations and our expression is more and more from the higher self and less from the surface mind, the ego, from programming, from what was before, and wounding. Okay, so not all parts of the inner child or, or the ego are wounded. That is where the wounding is, but not all parts are wounded. However, it is a lot about programming. So that... When we're a lot of times when we're doing something, we do it because it worked before, and that's not the way of the higher self. That's not the way of the soul. You know, it might be you do something similar or the same. However, it may not be, and we don't know unless we align within, unless we tune in, unless we connect into our heart, attune to our heart, listen to our gut knowing. Right? Not thinking first, being led, being guided. And so, therefore, so that we don't reinforce these patterns that are being broken up at an individual and collective level, we all have been held back, stopped to some degree from moving forward in our even survival mechanism, self-expression, manifesting, making things happen. If you are in the more advanced level, you have been stopped. And we all know the retrogrades have been showing this, you know, that especially for earth and water signs because those are working with manifested form, right? And the answer has been to go deeper within, go within, do deeper healing, connect more to your spiritual gifts, your spiritual essence, see more telepathically, open up more to seeing what is, in all, what is the commonality in all of nature, in all of us? How can we see beyond? How can we connect at a deeper level with ourselves and each other? So a lot has been held back, and you've had to really trust. You've had to really have faith. You've had to really let yourself be guided. You've had to really use your spiritual tools, your mental, emotional tools, your, your what I call them the soul path tools, 
you've had to do the deeper healing. You've had to really reconsider, reevaluate. What do I really need? Where do I, where am I going? What what's over? Okay, that's what these eclipses have been a lot about. What's over? What's done? What's complete? Even if it's something you really wanted, you may be complete. You may no longer want it. You may have changed your mind or you may have lived something out enough. There's a bigger vision that includes more aspects of you. A better a, a version of you, not good and bad sense, but that is more soul aligned, that is more true, that is more authentic. And that's what we're meant to be living more and more obviously in this now moment, in the present, and into the future. And that's the legacy we're to pass on energetically within our own cellular structure, our own DNA. Because we all learn by modeling, especially children. You know that. We learn, we learn by what we see and by what we experience. So that is going to be easing up. But the trial, the... the kind of um, testing has been to connect in, to, to make, to commit it to memory, to connecting more and more and more into your higher self. And moving off of, you've heard me say this, as there's more soul alignment, a deeper level of soul alignment, as the soul comes through the personality more, we move out of consumerism, just consuming, taking in, taking in, into creativism, because that is the realm of the soul, is to create it is to create, to self-express. And within that is the connecting. You know, that love is the binding force. That, that love is, in varying degrees, is what attracts us to each other. You know, whether it's a compulsion, revulsion, it's all that essence of love, whether, well, if you want to call it healthy, whether you know you want to call it embraceive or expansive, it is what is drawing us together and more of a love of life, love of ourself. Now, some people fear that love, that it's not going to be there. You know, we're not going to be taken care of. But it is that frequency of universal love that activates the connection that we feel to each other and to the whole of existence. It is that place where we come together. Now, sometimes it's, it's through tragedy. Sometimes it's through pain and hardship that we realize we're all the same. We all have the same color blood. We all have the same basic needs. One of the things I want to share with you, um, you know, I was talking to a dear friend this morning and who also works with me, and I was explaining something, and I want to share this because to me this is where we're going in this new paradigm, and, and this example kind of puts it out there. Um, you know, we, we think about it, what's going on in the world? What do we have right now politically, nationally? We have a lot of acting out of wounding. It's always been there, but it's more into our conscious awareness. It's more into our everyday living. We're seeing what is it like to live with chaos and uncertainty, whether generated by somebody's wounding because someone is in a leadership position and they're wounded and people are enabling and going along with it because they don't know what else to do, or is it the, the, the managed or mismanaged energy of transition and change, the chaos, before things come into a new order, right? There's confusion when we, but out of that confusion comes clarity, 
and new order. So there's a new order that is being created, but a lot is moving around. The, the pieces are moving around mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and definitely on the earth plane through ideas, behaviors, actions. How do we get... Some of you have heard me talk about this before. In the new paradigm, it's moving from simply tolerating people and their existence to respecting, to honoring. How do we get to honor ourselves and each other? So I had a situation the other day that one of the places that I bring my car for service, and they're quite amazing. Um, and there's one person that works there that runs the place. and it's. But I've had a little annoyances, irritations with this person before, and I've been taking my car there way before he was even working there. But he does this thing where I will say something that's going on with my car, and he doesn't, it's, he negates it or says that's not happening or that's not how it happens or this is not the way, this is not what the car does. <laughs> so the most recent thing was, uh, you know, those of you know, I have a convertible, I have a little sports car convertible, and so I'm supposed to be able to press, open my windows, you know, on the sides, and then in the, it's a mini, so in the center of the console, there's uh, a left and a right lever that you press down or up to roll the window up and down. But there's also one by the sunroof. So if I want to open the two windows on the side, I press, and if I keep pressing, the back windows open. And if I want the sunroof to open, there's another button, but up, you know, up by the rearview mirror. For some bizarre reason, I don't know why, now when I press that button, the back windows go down first and not the front. I have to use the other lever. So anybody's had convertibles before, you know there's always little electrical things can go wonky. So I kept trying to explain that, and I wanted them to look at it because they were servicing my car with something else. And he says, oh, I looked at it you push the two metal levers down, one one on the left, one on the right. That's how you do the window. And I said, yes, I know. That's one way. But I like pressing the one button at the top. It does both windows at the same time. It's just easier. And then if I want to do the back, then I can do the, the, the back. I go, it doesn't make sense to roll the back windows down first. No car does that. Well, he's disagreeing with me. And then he says he asked the mechanic, and the mechanic said, no, that's how the windows are. There's nothing wrong with her windows. Now, I stepped back and I went, okay, what is going on here? This has happened before, and I usually try to explain and go round and round, and I'm not willing to do that anymore. Because anyway, I'm getting some other stuff done with my sunroof, so I can take it someplace else that specifically works with this. So I stepped back, and I did my breathing exercise, kind of extended, expanded my awareness, my consciousness, raised it out of my little beta, you know, little busy bee doing errands mentality. And I saw this person, and I saw how, I mean, he's very helpful. He loves showing me things as technology. Oh, this is, you know, they take a picture now of what's going on with your car or what you need. They, You know, this, you need this and this many miles and, you know, all of that and just, but I thought there's a chip miss. There's something missing here. Where he machismo, okay? He cannot see this. And do I really need to go there? No, because they're not going to do the work anyway. So, 
I really looked at this individual with a lot of honoring, and, and I realized, wow, this is what it is about. Can we do that? And Tammy's putting, he has a deep need to be right. Yes, he does. A deep need to be right, but if somebody has that deep need to be right, then they're very insecure. There's something going on. Oh, and I had said on the phone, I said, you mean I've been driving this car for 10 years and I've been pressing the wrong button? And I'm telling you what button it is, and it's that's not been happening every day. I get in my car that I get in my car. I mean, I don't. I ride my bike a lot and Uber and Lyft, but you know, I've had this car for a long time. He says, "No, I'm not saying that." Now I could have said, "What are you saying?" You know, because the bottom line is that button is. <laughs> I've pressed that ever since I've had the car. I know my car. I know what's going on. But whatever the reason, the disconnect, and they don't really work on electrical anyway. That's a different company, their kind of car place um, that I'm going to take it for the sunroof anyway. So I let it go, and I thought, wow, okay, this is where this person is. And like Tammy's saying in the chat, this deep need. I don't need to be right in this. I know I'm right. You know, I don't know what's going on when I leave there and I drop my – they do great work. Um, other than that, but something because he's not understanding something or they don't work on it and don't want to admit whatever it is. Now, why do I share this? Because somebody could say, oh, well, they should fix it or you need, well, actually they don't do that kind of work anywhere. You know, there's special places that do that. Maybe they could have, you know, had I explained more but I really don't want to do that. I don't want to put my energy or my intention into that. But I can still honor that person in their path and see the gifts of what they can give and where they're at. Now, I say this because as we're connecting more through the soul and connecting more through coherence, resonance, and, and harmony, we have to allow people to be where they are at, where they're really, what, you know, whatever's going on in their mind of what they're creating, because we will find something that is, or it'll be drawn to us, or we'll be drawn to what is of more resonance, or what works. So something may work, like this works for me in a certain capacity of what they can do. But ask yourself, are there situations in your life right now where you're maybe trying to make something or someone be what they can't be or something, a situation be what it can't be? I see this all the time when I'm working with clients with that are in transitional positions, careers or jobs, transitional uh, jobs or positions especially, and they're trying to make it work or be something that it's not. And what the transitional job or position or transitional time in your life is actually a place of some breathing room because you're kind of a little allowed to be on snooze control while you figure out or find out or are drawn to or what you're supposed to do next or what your next steps are is revealed, what's newly you, what's coming through you or emerging as you. So sometimes it's just to let something go. I mean, acceptance of what is is super empowering for everyone. Yes, and I respected for where he is. Yes, I did, and I thought, okay, because I was trying to figure it out. We, I, believe me, I've got, you know, my car doesn't require servicing all, you know, the, the change the tires, but there's another place that does that. But they've done that too, or you know, the what is it, the 
uh, tune up or this or that. And I've noticed this, and I thought, gosh, because the person that ran it before wasn't like this at all. This guy is, but there's all these other things that are wonderful about him, and he takes pride in what he's doing. But whatever chip is missing, whatever's going on, and my sense is if we can move more into that empowered connecting and seeing what is working, what is great, and move the rest on down the road, you know, honor that individual for what he's able to do. And sometimes we even need that for ourselves. Like maybe we're only able to go so far because we're not understanding something or we don't have the full picture. You know, confusion means wait. You get clarity. There's something more that's being, you know, put together or manifested for you. All the pieces aren't there. But a lot of times what the ego will try to do is just to resolve it. You know, and frankly, back in the past when I tried to resolve it with this individual, it was like that. I just want it resolved. It wasn't always about me being right. It was just. It was also about completion. He said his piece, I said mine, we came to an agreement. But if we're really honoring the person or the situation or their gifts, especially if they're not going to be doing the work anyway, they're not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, we don't have to have that wrapped up in a little bow. And... Uh, Tammy on a bad day would have bitten his head off. I'm just well, I said on the phone. I did say you mean because he said, "Oh, we checked it out," or I had the mechanic, and he said, "That's that's how all minis are." And I thought, no, that's not how all minis are. And number one, it's common sense. No car, the back windows go down before. It doesn't make sense. You're not the, the driver, but when you're by yourself, you're not in the back seat. You're in the front seat, so always the front windows go down. Um. But in the sake of honoring, and I'm not having that done there anyway, it doesn't matter. Somebody else does that type of work. It was just going to see if they could, you know, make a little special, you know, if they could just do it, you know, while they were doing the other stuff. And how can we apply this? I guess I'm saying personally, I mean, this was a very personal experience for me. Uh, Not huge in the big scheme of things, but we can think of politically when we can meet on that, maybe it comes up at another time. Maybe the person realizes, oh, I was wrong. Maybe somebody else, maybe they can hear that from someone else or they have the experience with the button themselves and then they realize they were wrong. Maybe I will drive, when I go get my gas, I'll drive my car by there and when it's fixed and show him. You know, I might do that. I don't mind a little I told you so here and there, to be honest. But I think in the bigger picture of the soul alignment, <laughs> it's when to let go and when to see the gifts and when to see what someone is giving or can give. What is their capacity? And that is that emotional maturity of connecting to the soul, the soul coming through and saying, wow, look at all the sparkly gifts. Oh, yes, there are some tarnished ones there. But the tarnished ones, maybe you get to them later or maybe you don't. So I would look around. There's a lot of situations like this going on right now. I've talked to quite a few people that, you know, whether it was couples, I've been seeing it with the people I work with in couples counseling, a few people. Um, I've been seeing it in the workplace. There's a lot of this irritation. There's this anger. Some of that is this, you know, overall angst of the world, what's going on. 
Um, some of it is our own inner angst of we can't move forward. We can't get this done or make this happen or what's going on or this issue keeps coming up. And that anger, that irritation that's coming up, whether within yourself or with another, to be honest, if you can put some honoring in, some self-compassion and compassion with the other person, even if it's going to take, going to tick you off and going to you know, take a little longer, a little extra effort, it will work its way out. It will resolve because it is energy in motion. It is the new energy that we're downloading that we're more and more embodying. It doesn't fit in the box so neatly. It's not cookie cutter. It's more the Uranian energy. It's very unpredictable. You know, it could be a little bit pop off. Um, <laughs> Tammy says, I could choose to be not contentious. Choose to not be contentious. I need to remember the work in process. Yeah, it's all a work, you know, and I wasn't skippity-doo. I mean, I did bring up, you know, that because it's for me what gets me is things that are very common sense. And and to me, like advanced metaphysics and spirituality, there's so much common sense in it, uh, especially if you're having these kinds of experiences. But also in a situation like this, for somebody to say that something is not happening – when every time I get in my car, I always open the windows. You know, I live in Southern California. I always open the front windows with the button. But whatever that glitch is, I don't know. But we can see there's a lot of glitches right now in our, in our, in our life. You know, the ancestral generational chains of old programming are loosening up. There's a lot of uncertainty. So people sometimes when they're uncertain – try to do power struggles, try to go. They don't want to learn anymore. They're, they're maxed out. They can't take anymore. There's no more bandwidth. They can't take new information in, even if it's about a button, right? They're, they're, so you see that right now, fried. A lot of people's nervous systems are fried individually, whether it's economy, it's, you know, it's next level. It's they're, they're, they're moving to a next level, they don't, but they thought it was one thing and it's, it's something else or they don't know what it is or they feel all this energetic expansion, you know, spiritual energy coming, you know, of the higher self coming from the soul, more of that and really wanting to fly and perhaps feeling held back. You know, there's a lot of holding back of tra- travel plans, flights, uh, cars, issues with cars. There's a lot that's, that's grind, slow it down, slow the wheel down. Slow the grind down so you can really see, you can really feel, so that you're more able to go into conscious creation, that we're more able to consciously co-create with each other how we really want to live and our, our children and children's children. How, what are we passing on? So we're being ground to a halt. Like, what? And thank God I saw this because I noticed, I thought, okay, this keeps happening. What the heck is going on here? Because he's nice, he's chipper, he's helpful, he's, you know, showing me the, on the computer, oh, we got the new screens, you can see this, you can see that, this is the next thing to service, blah, blah, blah. And he's in his little happy world, oblivious. And so how many people do we see nationally? Do we see politically now? Do we see, you know, on the scene? You, know, you all know what I'm talking about, that they're so right in their world. They're so right. Well, they might be wrong, but if they're not ready to hear it, it does us no good. 
So we go where the hearing is, where the message is, and we build up the strength, whether when it's within ourselves. That's even, you guys, for parts of ourselves that aren't willing to shift yet. It does no good for us to keep beating ourselves up or bring that part up and go, look what you did, or you're not there yet. When you can strengthen another part of you or another aspect of you, and then that unhealthy or unconscious or ignorant or the, the part that's wounded that's holding on to something that perhaps isn't so life-enhancing or, or could be quite detrimental begins to loosen its hold. It has less electromagnetic energy. Creativity helps us through that. Because we're not, all parts of us aren't going to evolve at the same time. We're always going to have the little lagger. You know, we're always, you know, maybe a couple parts of that. Acknowledge that part. Okay, here you are. You're not quite, okay, you're resisting or not quite ready or whatever that aspect of you is doing. But there's another part that you can connect with and strengthen. Maybe it's the creative part, the self-expressive part, the artistic part. What is that part that you can more readily go to without beating up the other part. Because it'll come along. It'll grow with you. It'll go with you. But not when we hammer on it, right? When we hammer on it, it resists more because it wants to be loved as it is. So that person wants to be loved as is. Not married to them, so it's you know no sweat off of me, right? It's like okay, what's working here? And really, in this part of the alignment, and as the you know, it's a good test. It's a good approach to integrate as these retrogrades start going direct, as the energetic aspects and the energetic trends start changing. What's working is what's easiest. The higher self is always going to choose for us, which is most expeditious, efficient. It knows it's going to pick the route, the situation where there are more things in alignment than not, where it's easier. Our ego doesn't always do that. Why? Because we can't see all the picture. And we don't even remember some of the past picture, part of the picture, right? So we start doing these formulations with limited knowledge. This is why a lot of times when we're guided to send that email, make that call, do that text, show up a certain place, or we get a great idea, aha, it doesn't always make sense until later when we're formulating or analyzing or putting it together. But the original impulse, when it's coming through the higher self, when it's coming from our expanded awareness, that part of this that is infinite, that universal intelligence, right, the innate intelligence and everything and everyone, it already sees what's coming up ahead. It, always, it already sees the, the, the seeds of the new and the old. So I would just say right now the energy is pretty testy. You know, as you connect more to what's working and what's supportive and life-enhancing of you, you're also going to attract soulmates that are not particularly woundmates or very limited woundmate connection, or they're woundmates that have already are healing or already know of their wound and got a handle on it, so that you're attracting of a higher frequency, love, more wholeness, less 
distortion. Because it's all love, but it could be distorted. It could be distorted, see? And so when you can see where it doesn't, you don't mean to have to hang around. You know, you don't have to hang around the person or the situation if it's not warranted. But when you can see the love, the goodness, and pull from that, when you can see the other person's wounding or your own wounding and acknowledge that, I'm like, okay, makes sense. This is wounding. This is triggering. Or if it's you, I know why I do this because this and this happened to me. Why? Of course I would be like this. Of course this would happen or I would attract this. And then let it go. See, there's such power in the acknowledging, the awareness, because that's where our understanding and our compassion comes in. It's in the awareness and in the understanding. So we can be aware of something and understand something. doesn't mean we have to stay there or stay committed to it or keep interacting with it, but we no longer have to resist it. And I'm going to go back to that because that's what the guides have been saying all along. It's the resistance to what is that causes things to perpetuate, that causes the pattern to be, you know, embedded, if you will. It causes things to have a stalemate also. But when we begin to see what is, what really is happening, what is the wounding, what's going on, then we can respond from the higher perspective of the higher self through higher frequency. We're having a more inclusive response that we don't even know what it is because we're downloading it now. We're opening to it. It's being revealed to us in the moment. We've all had that, the right thing at the right time, saying the right thing at the right time, knowing what to say or where to go. How do we know that? I, for me, in my experience, it's never been by forethought. It's been when I'm able to pull back, take a couple breaths, do my focus meditation or you know alignment meditation and just expand because it, what's coming for what always has been but especially what's coming for us all now what what's on our plate and what's going to be you know it's on the hors d'oeuvre tray but it's being handed to us cannot be pre-thought it's so out of the realm of the surface mind it cannot be pre-thought it's receiving something you know, I've noticed this too with my little boo-boo baby Yoshi, you know, who's so tele. I'm learning, I'm an expert in my telepathy now, my animal communication. Um, I've been trying this. I've been in the other room and I'll think of her and then I peek around, like if I'm in my room reading or watching Netflix or something, and then I'll, I've been shooting her a message. She can't see me, but then I'll peek over and her head is up at the exact time I'm thinking of her. Now, what does this mean? And we know this as, as I know this as a transpersonal therapist and a hypnotherapist. Everything is recorded subconsciously. So everything is felt. We feel where each other are subconsciously. We feel it's our beliefs, our, you know, our predominant beliefs and our ideas about ourselves, about each other, how life or and more importantly, most important, how we feel about ourselves and each other is communicated. Children do this expertly, infants and definitely animal beings, you know, they feel where we're at. They absorb the energy. You know, they're trying to heal us, trying to bring that balance in. But when we think of them or we feel them, right, where our, where our attention goes, energy flows, right? 
So as soon as I move my consciousness in a certain area or certain direction, and Lynn McTaggart, the intention experiment, you know, they did great. Larry Dossie with the the experiment on healing energy and prayer, that non-local, we've got to move out of the non-local mind and into universal or divine mind because that's where we're meeting in the big picture. That's where this true soul alignment and soul connection comes soul recognition, if you will. So I've been playing with that in all the time, even when she's sleeping, if I really think about her or, or she can feel the energy. And I've done this with people, too, where I've beamed them with energy, and then they've said, oh, I feel that. So let's beam ourselves and each other some honoring energy. Let's just try it for a week. Let's just beam each other, see what happens. We beam each other especially if we're getting a little testy or angry or irritated or annoyed, because that irritation and annoyance, it's, it's boundaries are being overstepped, but it's also sometimes ways we need attention or we need a break or that other person does. So let's try it. Let me know how it goes. Call in next week. Let me know. And let's get to callers now. That uh, number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad, if you will. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Michelle, can you hear Hello. me? I can. Who's this? Um, this is Allie. Hi, Allie. Welcome to the program. Do you have a question? Hi. Hi. Yeah, I had a question. I've called in before, and you've been so helpful. Um, well, oh, basically, I, yeah, I've been struggling with some sleep stuff, and, um, and then I started having, I've had this in the past, but I'm just wondering on a deeper level what it is, but. Um, really bad panic attack type symptoms and with what you were just talking about um, with the energy being tense and stuff I mean I can definitely feel that Um, but this time it just seems to be taking over my entire existence and um, it almost feels like a split and it's kind of driving me insane today I went and bought some like really high quality CBD products and that's really helping but it's kind of one of those things that once you start to obsess about it um you're just obsessing. And so I'm trying everything I can, meditation and all that. But um, I'm just wondering if you see if there's like a deep, a deeper purpose for this well, or first, some things that I well, can do. Well, a lot of people are feeling the panic attacks. There's a lot of people feeling like they can't go on, they want to die, you mm-hmm. know, leave the planet, it's too hard. And a lot of uncertainty, a lot of panic. Um, you know, and panic comes from pan, uh, the panacea of things, but also – you know the pan the piper that the, the you know in the um, tarot it's the devil card right so mm-hmm. it's, it's that energy we have all this extra energy the one thing i want to say to you is be aware you and other your diet watch the sugar and mm-hmm. i would say uh, have a little protein before going to sleep make sure you're getting enough protein now yours is in the mm-hmm. morning though too right is it in the morning yeah i mean the last like three or four days it's been like just constant where it's like I'm if I'm feeling okay then I'm wondering why I'm okay um but Mm -hmm. yeah I have been doing a ton of protein um good yeah Mm -hmm. watch the sugar and coffee I would say um I don't feel anything's wrong I feel like you're caught in the angst you know of your life your individual uncertainty and changes and the and the world it's Mm -hmm. starting to affect you things like um Triangle pose, downward facing dog, you know, just two minutes, a minute, five minutes, you know, those kinds of things Mm -hmm. help with anxiety reaction. 
Um, uh, alternate nostril breathing. You can look on YouTube. The alternate mm-hmm. nostril breathing helps a lot. Uh, coffee, the homeopathic 30C or 30X coffee crudo, or crudo, coffee crudo. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That helps, too, like before you go to bed. You're, but I keep getting something in the morning. What's going on with the morning? There's something you're doing in the morning um, routine. I'm getting. Yeah. I started. You know, um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is that, like, I look for that feeling as soon as I wake up because I'm, like, so paranoid that it's going to come. It's, like, this weird game that I'm playing in my own head. Um, and then okay. the other thing is like, I had like a really well paying job and was like doing very well. And then I got laid off a few months ago or whole department did. And now I'm just working mm-hmm. at this coffee shop. That's like very high pressure. It's like the busiest one in our city and it's like such a menial job, but it's so high stress. It's and stressful. I'm a very yeah. sensitive person. And so I've started working in the mornings there and I'll like, we'll get there and I like feel like I can't breathe and I'm just like having a panic attack, yeah. attack for six it's hours. Too, you need to do something else because I get, I'm getting okay. so, so strongly psychically. It's your morning routine. It's too much. Interesting. You know, a lot, yeah, yeah it's so. too much. You know, waitressing, that's not an easy job. I try, I couldn't do it. I, years ago, I tried it for like, yeah. I, I, I used to go to this place to eat and then they're, I'm like, oh, I've never tried this. And the guy, oh, you know, try for Mother's Day. Anyway, it was so stressful. But um, the mm-hmm. other thing is I feel before you get up uh, to do the alternate nostril breathing and then put your feet on the floor and just, like, if you have carpet or a little bit of carpet, something, and just rub your feet back and forth. But, yeah, that job, if you can find something else to do, because I just feel that it, you're – see, part of what's happening is – you're a little vulnerable. You're a little raw right now. And I feel all the pushing and the pulling. And I need this. Get me. It's like you're not having a time to just kind of like decompress. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in a way you're in a fight or flight, you know, yeah. FFF fight, flight, freeze. Um, mm-hmm. Because of the individual situation, then you're looking at the world. Am I going to get something? Am I not? Am I going to get another job? Yeah. I gotta, so I feel like you need kind of some nurturing, you know, like as, as much as you can before you go mm-hmm. into, into work. But I would definitely okay. think if you could do another type of job, that would be better. Yeah. I just feel yeah, that place. I mean, I'm already. Yeah. I'm already stressed just tapping into the energy of it. it it's a very, I don't, I okay. feel people pulling on it. So I don't know if it gets really busy or something or the type of people, but it's, yeah. I just feel like it's. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not centered when you're going in there, and you're not having mm-hmm. enough time to to process what you need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm that not would like, be my and suggest- I'm not able to sleep before I go in there. When I have to get there at five a.m., I'm like having a really hard time sleeping. So then that just compounds everything. So. Yeah. That makes so total sense. So find something else. You're you're gonna you're gonna get something else again. Okay. You're gonna get on your feet, but this mm-hmm. for you. Um, this for you is a is a message to slow down and go within. Okay. You know, it's it, it to kind of cocoon a little bit as much as possible. Okay. While you have some okay. money coming in, obviously, but not mm-hmm. a stressy type situation. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And I've felt that for a few months, so maybe it's just like, yeah, okay, this time. <laughs> it's yeah. Time. Okay. Yeah, it's time. Awesome. Listen. Yeah. Not everything's for everyone, and there's not there's not a you know eh, there's not a 
prize for toughing it out there, you know? Yeah. Yes, exactly. I and I know it. as a highly sensitive person, I have to like set up my life yeah. to differently to affect yeah. or, you know, to be in com- uh, yeah. complement with that. So, that's, okay. That's right. Thank you that's so right. much. A, that's I a really... big part of what this is about. You're so welcome. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so right, much Ellie, for your help and your time. Thank you, Michelle. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. Bye. You too. Bye. Guys, these energies are serious. This is not an easy time. <laughs> Please, let's all be compassionate. This is not easy. I've been through a lot of change in my life. I've been through a lot of trauma. I've been a lot of transition. Uh, you know, traveled all over the world, lived all over the world, lived different places internationally, you know, nationally, internationally and nationally. I mean, I've done a lot in my life. I was talking to someone the other day, and they're, they're amazed at all, all the stuff that I've been. Um, this is not easy. This is not an easy transition, individually and as well as collectively. Part of the reason is, if you think about it, every transit, no matter what we've gone through individually or collectively, and I'm talking our nation nationally, but also internationally, there's, there's common threads. In our heart of hearts, in our mind, and in our body, we were always going back to what was. It'll bounce back. It'll go back to this. I'll get this again. But we know intuitively, instinctually through our body wisdom, we're not going back. There is no back to what it was. You know, think about it. The the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, they're kind of all similar. And even the 90s, you know, grunge, 2003, 2005. Then we start having these leaps. Things were so different. You know, so, yeah, there, there's, we're not getting back, those of you from the United States, Little House on the Prairie, you know, we're, we're not going back to that time period. You know, fossil fuel, coal, you know, people are losing certain types of jobs, and, they want, and they're angry. They want to go back. We need our jobs back in the automotive, but things are automated now, right? So, but that's why our creativity, our creativism, we have to think creatively, get off of the hamster wheel, the consumer wheel, do with less, connect more within yourself and with each other. You know, even if you have zillions of dollars, people, it's still, you know, you don't want to live overstretched, not, not just financially, but mentally and emotionally. You don't want to be overstretched. You don't want to be playing a game of catch-up. Because even if you're a multimillionaire or a billionaire, I've seen, I've been around people like that. They, they, the catch-up, they're stressed. They're, when you're overstressed, it doesn't matter. It's energy, you know. So it doesn't matter in what way. That idea of constant catch-up, constant clinging, con- constant movement somewhere up to something to attain, that constant attainment or the idea of attainment without contentment, without being able to live contently, is very distressing. It's not the healthy stress. It's, dis- it's distress. And so we're all unplugging from that. That's the old matrix. We're creating a new matrix, a new pattern that is based more on our true ideal or an ideas, the true sense of self, the true idea of living life, connectedly, 
connecting to ourselves, living life, not living life disconnected. All righty, got one more caller coming in. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello, hello, you're on air. Yes, you're on air. How are you? Hello, what's your name? Hello, my name's Tracy. Hey, Tracy, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. It's the first time I've listened to you. I'm really enjoying it. Um, oh, wonderful. A, thank you. Yeah. Um, I had a question regarding, I am um, about to um, go into a partnership with someone um, using my, um, I have inherited some farmland, using that as collateral. Um, do you have any insight on whether that's a good choice or? Well, tell me a little bit about the partnership so I can tune in either name or initial. And, okay. His um, name is Robert Farrell. His name is Robert Farrell. Okay. And he's a um, a um, very respected businessman in my in my in my town. Um, I do some. I I have my own cleaning business. I do a lot of work for him, and um, I trust him. I guess I'm wondering if that's a good thing. If I'm doing the right thing there, also, but. And what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What is your? Um, I'm going to use. I have 110 acres that I inherited when my mom passed away, and um, I'm going to use that as collateral to invest in um, some apartment buildings, um, which will mm-hmm. um, allow me to still com- get my cash rent every year. Um, you know, I build equity in the apartment buildings, and I'll also get a monthly income from that. Okay. Let me look. What's the best perspective? Well, I'm getting a yes. I'm getting a, it looks good long term. Um, mm-hmm. Is there? Do you? Are you have to do all of it? All of the investment? Are you putting all the money in there? Yeah, but I'm actually, I'm not really essentially using it as collateral. Um, there's a different way we're doing it where I can't remember the term right now, but um, it I don't have to I don't have to sign the deed over to anybody. It'll still be in my name. Um, I can't remember the term, and I apologize for that. But um, you know, and I have the um, the option to um, be bought out at any time if I decide I, you know, don't want to do that any longer. Um, I will. I haven't. Okay. I don't have the proposal enrolled, but I will. I'm, I'm going to take it to an attorney to have them look it over, of course. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Yeah, because it is showing. Check it out a bit further. There might be some changes. Um. To what you're doing, I believe. I, there, there might be. Some changes into how it's worded is what I'm hearing. Okay, but it okay. does say to follow through. But it is saying, look, it's it's you're getting a lot with the communication. Let's see, how is Tracy going to feel about the investment with Robert? Yeah, he's not the greatest communicator. He's super busy. So, yeah, that um, I don't know that attorney may say don't put all of it in or to change something, but because I also feel you're this are these more in the city? No, it's um the apartments or my farm. Yeah, is it in a different area? You you know the the Yeah, my farmland is in um yeah, it's where my grandma lives. It was, it's like 40 miles away. Okay, that's why cuz I'm getting a, like a um separation. I'm getting like there's a, a distance. Yeah. yeah. The apartments that I will be part owner of are in where I, my same town where I live. Yeah. 
Okay. How is Tracy going to feel about the investment? Let me see. Let me ask how. Because I'm getting to, yeah, I'm getting a little, I'm getting your go for it, but something has to be changed. So it could be the wording. Um, Mm -hmm. There's something, there's some changes that need to be made. And so I would definitely, yeah, take it to somebody that's your own. um, Yeah, and it's very, very early stages. So I'm sure oh no wonder. Oh, okay. Oh no wonder. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nothing's been signed. Because it may not yet. be till like November, end of October, November. I don't see it going through right away. So it yeah. could be there's that some back and forth, back and. Okay, it could be yeah. some back and forth, um, and it could be also that you're. I don't know, taking partial. There, There is going to be some changes. I, I'm hearing, yes, go through it. You're going through it, you know, kind mm-hmm. of you already want to, but it's with caution, reserve, and there will be some changes that will be made for you. Okay, that you're, great. Yeah. yeah, specifically to yeah, whatever's written. Whatever's, yeah, and of course I'll take it to attorney, but I'm very cautious because I would, yeah, it would be crazy to lose that land. That's a great, you know, annual yeah. income for me. So, yeah. So, well, yeah, thank you very you much. Keep, I'm going to continue yeah. to listen to you. I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. Great to connect with you, Tracy. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Those of you that are on air, you can call in at 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Or you can um, – hey, Gail, in the chat – you can uh, also ask questions in the chat if you'd like to. But please remember to press 1 on your keypad if you want to get, if you have a question or a comment. Ah, so we're waiting for our guests to call in. Um, I just saw them on Facebook, so we're seeing what our producer is getting them. So I'll just kind of flow with it. So if anybody else has a question or comment, otherwise we will um, just carry on with what I've got from other listeners that have uh, emailed in. Oh, by the way, we did do, and I'm opening it uh, because some people have said they could not make the teleworkshop. I did this past Living Soul Connected. Um, If you are interested in that recording, you can get that. Um, I have a meditation and some interplane processes that you can do. Uh, it's, It's for three months, I suggest 21 to 30 days at the minimum, but if you 90 days is really working to really change a pattern, um, 90 days is a good stronghold for that. Uh, but we really looked at the familial generation, what was what are being handed to and passed on, and then there's a tapping um, exercise uh, with that using a couple of the meridian um, points as well. So if you're interested in that, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com and we can get that to you. I am going to have some of those up at the website, soulplayground.life, some of the previous teleworkshops. They're really great tools, especially that you can do on your own. And, you know, there's always the talk, you know, the channeling, the tune in, uh, the talk, the sharing. And uh, sometimes there's Q&A, question and answer, um, and all the time there's at, at least uh, an opening meditation to align and then the processing, uh, alpha, theta, resonance repatterning, uh, hypnotherapy, 
of all of that, working through the subtle energy and working with the subconscious. So we really looked at the subtext, and I'll be talking more about that and writing about uh, more of the subtext. Done enough clearing, people are able to hear or get more to the subtext because that's where our patterns lie is that subtext. And people say it all the time. You know, it's interesting, like, I'll never do that again, or I always do this, or this always happens to me. And that subtext is anchored in. It becomes embedded, and then what's around it is this complex of thoughts, feelings, ideas, and beliefs. So it all starts by a feeling, you know, something that we don't want to feel, right? And then there's an emotion that comes after that. And from that, we have, you know, ideas, beliefs, and then a set of behaviors, right? And within that, some defense or protection mechanisms within the behavior and thought process. So when you learn to read or see the subtext, when you learn to hear the subtext, that is your higher self pointing to you, this is the place you need to work. This is what you need to work through. This is what's holding you back, or this is the lie that, that you're telling yourself. You know, or this is what happened to you early on and you came to have this belief. And what's interesting is these patterns, I actually go into this on my, um, that's right, uh, the five-step emotional clearing process, which you can get on my soulplayground.life um, and other uh, outlets where you have uh, downloadable content. This is um, how these patterns get laid down because they helped at one time in the past. They were they were helpful. They were very helpful or they worked. But then we carry them with us, right? And what holds them in place is emotional charge, really either trauma or exhilaration. So anything that we do in a neutral state or a beta state does not embed does not, you know, and it has to be, you know, reinforced over and over. It's not like just one trauma and one fleeting, you know, decision or agreement or limitation or idea or behavior doesn't lock it in. It has to be done over and over and over, but what holds it in place is that emotional charge. And it's interesting, the meditative state is a state that because there's a lot of um, brainwave activity, you know, there's a lot of neurons firing, there's a lot of um, brain activity. So there is a lot of charge, electromagnetic charge, but it's not debilitating, like when you live at high, you know, high, high highs or low, low lows, right? It's actually therapeutic because of the way the brain processes. Um, it and handles the information and and the type of information that is coming in. So um, if you want to find out more about that, you can go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or on my website, soulplayground.life, or you can sign up for the blog, subscribe to that. I do um, go into depth on that. These to me are not just luxury. These are tools that people need um, you know, I use them all the time. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to rise above, and I'm not saying I do it all the time. But we, you, it helps you connect more to the higher self and align to the truth of who you are to live more from the soul, you know. When we live more from the soul, we're living more from expanded awareness or consciousness. 
which means we're more into conscious creation, right? Because we can create, whether it's by the ego, you know, lower level or denser energy, but, but the, the beta consciousness, or we can create more from the expanded consciousness. It's our choice because we are creator beings. It just depends on what level, what frequency, you know, and that's what this is all about. That's what this whole up-leveling is about. Do I want to create out of wounding? Do I want to create out of lack and limitation? Or do I want to create out of inclusion and the potential, the possibility of something wonderful, something amazing, out of the all that is, right? So the more I'm able to up-level to extend my awareness upward and outward, the more that I'm able to up-level, the more that I'm able to be inclusive. That's like with that situation, you know, that I shared with you um, at the service station, auto repair, you know, place. Um, inclusion, can I include somebody else's reality in mine? You know, not saying it's always easiest. Good parents do this. We do this. Good friends do this. Good companions do this. Good lovers do this. Because we don't always want to do what someone else wants us to do or what they want to do. But we we don't need to leave, leave live from sacrifice or martyrdom. But not only do we need to include ourselves more, especially many light workers, many empaths, the big lesson is is to include ourselves in our life and in the situations more, in the relationship more, our needs and wants. But inclusion can also be seeing somebody else's point of view, even if you don't agree with it or like it or understand it or see where they're coming from. Because if someone is coming from lack and limitation, it may not serve you or them, and especially you, it may not serve you, and I'm doing the generalized you, to try to school them, to try to fix it, to try to help it. It may lessen or dwindle lower the vibrational frequency. Because when we're met with such resistance and we fight, we're now on their level, right? We've lowered the vibrational frequency. We've lowered our vibrational frequency to meet in a median way. So sometimes it is, it's holding out for those openings where there can be a, a genuine talk, a genuine um, opening. And if I am able to retain my expanded vibrational frequency, if I'm able to retain my expanse, my connection to my higher self, you know, coming from the soul, then the way will be shown or some shift can happen because now I'm tapping in through my mediating intelligence that connects me to the infinite intelligence of the all that is. Now that's where I'm operating from. Right? I mean, many of you that have listened to the program before, you've heard me tell that story of my my friend and I lifting that car up because an elderly gentleman had... I don't know, he's like 80 years old or something, you know, got this, stuck in this curb, in this little short ledge, 
and we were able to lift that up. Or my friend Julia and I, Julia Boreño, Dieter, Julia, if you ever listen, remember in Mexico, opened a door with a key that wasn't the right key. Our intention, you know, where two or more are gathered. So holding out that frequency that possi- the, of the possibility that this needs to work or this will work, that, you know, we need this to have happen. You know, and there's many stories like this, especially mother with her children, thing, feats, things that are people able to do, move the car. So mind you, we'll, we may not live in that space yet, yet, all the time, yet, because we still have the extremes of the duality playing out. But we can connect into that possibility, that positive possibility, the possibility for more, more of the truth, more of the insight, more of the understanding. We can be in that place of higher resonance. Because that's where, now imagine when we're connecting from that place. And we might be disappointed. We might be let down. Sometimes we'll let ourselves down or other people will, you know, be let us down. But that's, to be right or to not be let down is, again, when we live by that, then we're, you know, we're in that fear mode. Okay, we might have another caller here. Let me see. This is another caller. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Welcome. Hi. Can you Hi, hear me? Do you have a question or a comment? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi, I didn't know um, if this was possible. Hello? Yeah, yeah this is possible. I well, was... you just confirmed it. So much is possible right now. Whom am I speaking with? <laughs> Um, this is Holly, and I Hi, just Holly. wanted to ask a question for a friend, which is what I was wondering if it was possible. I don't have a question myself, yeah, but, but I have a friend that has a oh, question. Sure, okay. But she's at work and can't be here. Okay, when well, listening she's... from work, I totally get it. <laughs> no, she's yeah. at work, and um, so I she's... wanted to help her out and ask a question. Um, okay, but she's cool. been having a lot of relationship issues lately, and... Um, really wants to know what's in her future. Her name is Colette, okay. and she's very tied to me. We've been friends for 20 years. We live next to each other, and I've been counseling her through relationship mm. issues, and she just had a really bad interaction okay. with a a man recently and um, got ghosted and then ended up coming back together with him and then finding out at the beloved festival that he was with another woman when she went to meet him and was heartbroken. So I was just wondering if you saw any okay. love for Colette in the future. Let's Okay, let's see what's coming up for Colette. Well, there for sure is. Um try to see what's going on with her. Mm, okay. Well, it's really interesting that I spoke of honor because I do feel Colette has a really um, big heart and lives very magically and I feel is very inspirational. Mm-hmm. And But I do feel that there's subconscious, when I was talking about it, subconscious programming, the subtext. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spirit is telling her to go slower, 
to mm-hmm. to slow down the process of getting to know someone. Now, one of the things that's happening to Colette, and it's very common with a lot of light workers. Um, it's also very common with empaths, and and I would say even more with star seeds, crystalline indigos. Um, she sees the light, she sees the potential. So one of the things I want her to know is she is having a true connection with a lot of people. The mm-hmm. issue is they're not all good third and fourth dimensionally. They're not all good on the earth plane. A lot of them have emotional, I feel there's been some, um, I don't know if she was with somebody with a personality disorder. I forget mental. There's somebody that was mm-hmm. very mentally unstable. Does that? Do you know of this person yeah. that I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she wants to so, save see, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so she's got this kind of deficit that, and I feel like for her a good a good mantra would be, yes, this is a true connection, but is this a connection, you know, it, it, it's the, the sixth house in the astrology, you know, everyday living, errands, money, you know, is it is just the everyday, mm-hmm. the earth plane. Is this a good earth plane connection? Because that's what she's getting tripped up. She's she's here to learn to connect to bond, but to have spiritual discernment to discern that you can still have a deep connection. You can still there. You can still connect in spirit. You can still connect on a soul level, but it could be a wound made, and that person could also maybe not sustain a higher vibrational connection because of a mental deficiency, mental capacity, something is going on mentally with their belief system or emotionally, you know, or there could be mm-hmm. some kind of mental imbalance, you know, could be chemical bio. I feel like she's had it all. And yeah, so much <laughs> of this. Yeah. So it's, you know, as she is, it, they're saying slow down the role, slow it down, slow down the process of connecting and make it more earthed. That doesn't mean you can't mm-hmm. see the good in some people. That means that doesn't mean you can't have these great conversations. But what does she really need? Her values, principles, beliefs. What does she really need on the earth level, the earth plane level? Um, this person that she's with now, or was, or kind of in and out. I feel. I don't feel is the. She wants somebody. Fa- I don't feel he's the faithful type. I don't know that he can be. I uh, I feel he. Um, feel it could be married or living with somebody for a, a while, a long term. I do get long term, but I just, I'm not feeling him emotionally stable or consistent. And I do feel there's women in and out. So it's telling me that even if there's a great connection, I don't feel his capacity, you know, his wounding is such that the emotional maturity isn't there to feel safe enough to be with one person. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. If you if you know totally. the story, you've hit it right on the head. <laughs> okay, so what's coming up for Colette? Well, until she gets this piece, and it's a piece P I E C E to bring her P E A C E. Until she gets this, it does show a bumpy ride. Um, but one thing that will help her is is the time you know, is is going slower, is the not jumping in, letting right. it play out more. Um, in the future in regards to, let's see, dating, meeting someone. 
every time I look, I feel like she's in this place where she has to do this deeper inner work, where she has to work on, you know, work on herself, and that's you know, self-honoring, if you will, and that that is going to greatly help her. But right now, I feel like I know she's grieving, but I also feel she still feels a tie to this person, like somehow they're meant mm-hmm. to be together, or right, or they're or maybe he'll change or um he just needs this or that and i don't know he may he may wind back around i don't know when the last time cuz i i feel like he's still around her somehow does that make sense yeah it's been fairly recent okay so in regards to dating yeah i keep getting Subconscious, subconscious, or how do I get five-step emotional clearing process and start doing that? And my projection perception, that's another tool on my blog that she can use that can help her. But until she gets to that and, you know, it, it, it may be that down the road she even has to tell someone, look, I'm kind of moving slowly now. Even if it is a good one, you know, right. the quote-unquote right one, it, it's mm-hmm. saying that she has to um, – yeah, she has to really slow down the 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 dream, the fantasy and and what they all, you know, what they do together. Mhm. You know. So, I don't necessarily I'm not feeling someone right away because I feel that this part is this kind of, you know, impediment. This is her sonar is so attracting this in. It's almost and it's harder for her to um, let go of this part, you know, let go of this kind of meet whirlwind dream kind of thing, right? Yeah. Awesome. That's been the exact advice I've been giving her to you, so <laughs> maybe she'll believe me if it comes from you as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, it's probably why you're in her light. Well, what, what does she say when you share with her? Your insights or your oh, opinion she gets and it insights. for a moment, but then she goes off on the game again. You know? Yeah, she just keeps, like you said, she keeps getting pulled back. So it's like, oh no, no, not the right thing. Yeah, yeah, and I honestly don't see something coming in until she gets that that piece. I do feel there is someone for her, like a, a next person that she's to be with long term or the you know rest of her life. But I. I feel that the person it's going to be slower or something happens, she gets burned again. You know what I mean? It happens again. Either this guy or someone else or it's back and forth. But it's saying, again, put yourself first, honor first. You know, is this person, they may feel this way or say this, but let's see in two weeks. Let's see in three weeks. Let's see in a month. Let's see. Let's slow it down. Let's see their actions. Let's see. Um, so he's there. There is a connection there. There is somebody, but I. But she's going to have to to draw it in, you know, and, and to recognize it. She's going to have to do the shift, and I right. don't feel it's going to be this year. I'm not getting. Okay. Um, let's see. Is it maybe next? Yeah, I'm not getting. Uh, Yeah, something seems to shift. 
Sag in Gemini, so November, December, and then again um, end of May, June. So it's it, that's an interesting time period for her. Tell her to watch. That's a very uh, what's what's her month and day of birth? Do you know? Um, uh, January twenty ninth. Oh, okay. Okay, so. I don't know. Ask her. I don't know why, but I feel that those times were kind of pivotal for her. Kind of Thanksgiving to the beginning of uh, like December, maybe to about the 15th of December. And then that May, June. I don't know why. Does she have kids? No. No kids. Okay. Ask her what that is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ask her if what she, if, if why there's something either either there's a cycle that comes up something she tends to do around that time so you know kind of going into winter and then that spring summer you know kind of end of spring um or there is something pivotal that is going to be happening uh, you know so to have her watch out for that time period it could be beating somebody although i don't really feel it's this year so it could be gemini or she could almost there could be some shift, and then the the um, the manifestation of that shift or something more on the earth plane, more tangible, happens in that May June. You know, it might be a decision she makes or a person she meets that she's like, oh, this is how I would like it to be, or this was better, this was healthier. There's some shift that spirit is wanting her to be aware of or watch out for. You know, because it's going to help her in her healing and in this transition is what I'm hearing. Cool. Right, Colette? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. She's going to be very happy. You're so welcome. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Right. Take good care. <laughs> mm-hmm. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. I don't know what happened to our guests. Our guests have been, you know, we're on this list with all these different uh, publicists and um some that I don't know, that we don't know, we haven't used before. So I don't know what's going on, Awakenings crew, what is happening. But you know I'm always just grateful and to chat with all of you and to do readings. Um, I just wish the kind of unprofessionalism of the guests, I don't know, or mismatch or what's going on. or maybe there's a mistake. I don't know. Could be a combination. I know our last get or two guests or three guests ago that got the day wrong or something. So um, anyway, all right. Those in the chat, any questionies? Preguntalas. Any questions? Comments? Feedback? Let let me know. Otherwise, I will just keep going. If you have a question or a comment, or you want to say hey, you want to chat. Uh, 347-539-5122 is the number, and press 1 on your keypad. I'm going to go through my um, questions here. We get a lot of questions in from listeners, which I love, I love, I love. Which reminds me, um, everyone, if you please, if you have questions or comment, it's much easier if you can... um, Email them in, or if you're going to put them on social media, put them in the Awakenings 
uh, group or awakenings page. I will see it. Also, it gives other people a chance to interact. It's hard for me to read it. Somebody left something on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. And that page, it's still active. And you know, please connect and join. You know, join in. Um, we're still posting there. But it's just so much easier on the Awakenings group or my personal page, my profile page, uh, because it's right on the front page. I get it. You know, when I scroll through, I get it in my news feed, and then I can just answer right away. So. Just a little FYI there. If you guys can do that, that would be great. This helps me find it. Okay, so I wanted to... um, Okay, so we had a question about the difference between the life path and soul path. I had had done a post um, this coming in today uh, in Awakenings about the life path. So everybody, if you you're when you're on the soul path, you are on the path of awakenings. It's part of the converging flow when you realize that you don't just have a life; that everything and everyone is all of life, right? All of nature. That you're part of life, but that you have a specific purpose here, a specific reason for being here. Your uniqueness, your gifts, your talents are needed and necessary at this time. There's then a recognition as well of having a soul being a soul being or a spiritual being or being of spiritual essence with the soul. Now, the soul is the blueprint. It's the sum total of who we are and what we are, and it is our unfolding, our becoming is also within that. It's our own individual matrix or design, right, our signature. It's our own frequency that incarnates to have a earth or life experience, to experience emotions to grow, to connect, to learn, to share, to create, right? To experience different aspects of life. So when you begin to realize that you are a soul being, you have a soul, you know, you have an expanded aspect of your being, a higher self, you know, that you're infinite, there's infinite levels of consciousness. You can expand, you can have be more awake, more aware, you can have more awareness and more consciousness. Now you start living spiritually aligned as well or through spiritual essence or spiritual nudging, you know, that subtle energy. You feel more of the interconnectedness. The big part is that you recognize that you have a soul, that you are a soul being. And that changes the game. There's a reason for you being here. There's a reason you have the likes, dislikes, the, you know, proclivities that you have. And you want to find out about that, about your soul why you're here what do you really like or want to do so it's a more personal aspect of life or living that it's not just that you're born into this life and you have this life but there's a reason right there's a reason that you're here and you're recognizing that you're on a path or you're on a journey you know you could talk about it same with Joseph Campbell like the hero's journey and if, if you will, if there's a level of consciousness or conscious living that we connect into more conscious creation. We're on the soul path. And, of course, Joseph Campbell talked about it as this hero's journey. And it's also in the tarot. So there is, has been this recognition of spiritual or spiritual path, esoteric knowledge, spiritualism, having a soul or divine soul, 
And what that means is that there are there's also recognition of the archetypal energy that we live, express, and experience through, which tarot is one way to read that, numerology or astrology. So that we're living through these archetypal templates. You know, I always say the soul is like a sundial, a big sundial, right? And it, it turns, and one part becomes highlighted, another part becomes shaded. It might be in the shadows. That doesn't mean that part isn't lived out anymore. It may not be lived out as fully or might be more subsumed or integrated. But then the dial turns again, and that part may have more expression, right? And so it, it, think of it as a uh, multidimensional 3D. You know, it's multi-layer. It's not just one or two-dimensional. It's not flat. Uh, we are not flat as a soul. We have these different dimensions and aspects that we're living out in different worlds as well. You want to call it past, present, future, or parallel. We're living these time frames, time zones out. And an aggregate or part of that gets funneled into the earth plane to be lived out more on the emotional level, the energy and motion, the idea of playing with these panoply of emotions, right? So, yes, it can be very different, and you can see people that really feel a connection to their soul, how they're living, how they're living out their life. You know, what are they emphasizing in their life? And it's a lot about connection. You know, we hear people, I think I was saying this the other day on the podcast, um, when people say, well, they have a lot of soul, or they're very soulful. If you think about it, what what do we mean by that? We mean that they have a lot of soul means that they're connected to their soul, their uniqueness. You know, they're artistic, they're creative, they're individual. They're not afraid to be an individual. And this is not only where we're moving individually, but collectively, as a collective, to get into the mainstream consciousness, the mainstream fabric the woof and war of life itself, to live more unrestrained, to live more connected to our individuality, our individual self or soul expression, and not be afraid of that. See, in the old paradigm, it's kind of like cookie cutter. You know, everybody had to go through kind of this like one road or one way, right? Or not everybody, but a lot. There's kind of this herding, sheeple mentality, you know, this is the rule book. This is the way you do it. This is the way to succeed. This is, you know, what's important. You know, get married. It looks this way. And it's this kind of marriage. It's this. It's that. You know, it, it was laid out. And But there's a lot of separation. Separation, first and foremost, from the inner knowing or inner self. A disconnect from the higher self. It was handed outside over to religion or religiosity or to societies or families or groups telling the individual this is the way you need to be. This is how it is for this culture, this cultura, this group, this race, this family. And this is why we're healing so much of the culture, the societal, the ancestral, the generational, the familial wounding that didn't allow for the individual soul, didn't allow for individuality, that used fear of disconnection, disconnection from the family, from the source, not only source of 
you know, money, livelihood, sustenance, food, but source itself, if you didn't follow this prescribed way, you're not going to be connected to source, to God. You're, you're not going to have that protection. So when I was saying earlier, you know, be aware that this is not, you know, there's this beautiful times. Things are getting better. There's a lot of books and research on this right now. However, it is also a time, it's that converging flow where everything's happening all at once. More awareness, more consciousness, more health, more healing, more coming together, more love, moving from that simply tolerating to respecting, starting to get into honoring or sacredness, compassion. Yes, that is on the rise. It is on the rise. But all of it's coming up. The the opposite or the complement to that, what seems to be the opposite, is coming up also, right? Because that was the control mechanism, the split, the separation, the fear. And we have it encoded within us, the fear of not making it, not getting along, not having love, not having enough, the fear that someone won't be there for us, the fear that the all that is or God won't be there for us, spirit won't be there for us. But we're healing that to know that we are not alone as we come all come together and share and as we cr- share in our creations, our creativity, our self-expression, just expressing ourselves, our truth, those lies, the big lie of separation, begins to lessen and be dismantled. Oh, I've enjoyed this. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Michelle. Amazing sharing today. Really appreciate you. Have a great day. You too. Everyone in the chat, thank you so much. Those of you that called in, all of you that co-created this, I don't know what happened to our guests, but I have a lovely time with all of you. I'm sure we'll find out what happened. Um, All things awakenings, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, email questions. You can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Visit soulplayground.life. You can subscribe to the blog. Get on the Soul Path Happenings and Energetic Forecast. You can get the 411, the 611, the 911. You can get uh, the happenings energetically of what's going on in the psychic trends um, that are happening that continue to happen and of course connect with me on social media anyway all of you i so appreciate all of you really do uh thanks for all that you do thanks for showing up also thank you for the continued subscriptions the great reviews on itunes and also connecting and subscribing on my youtube channel And I just really appreciate all of you and all that you're sharing. I love being able to show up, share what I know, what I think, what I've experienced, and share the downloads. And most importantly, I really love hearing back from you and how you're doing and how you're making your life a better life for you and others. All right, until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. 
And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.